0: Next stop, Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent here with Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi. And today we're going to make a few stops throughout the state to tell you about some things happening in a city near you. First up, we'll find out how the city of Canton transforms into the city of lights. There's also a holiday art market coming up tomorrow at the Mary O'Keefe Cultural Center. And if you want to do some holiday shopping in Ridgeland, there's a retail trail for that. And we'll also hear about the Taylor Inn Bed and Breakfast plus Santa's Christmas Factory in Meridian. We'd love to hear from you uh, listeners. If you do some local shopping, uh, Christmas shopping, holiday shopping, let us know where you do that. You can call us at 877-MPB-RING. In addition, if you want to let us know about any events going on in your area this weekend, whether they are holiday or non-holiday related, give us a call. We'd love to hear about it. 877-672-7464 or email stop at mpbonline.org. Good morning, Mayor Market. How are you? Good morning, Sherita. I'm great. It's great to be here and
1: uh, excited about our show today. We're telling some stories we haven't told before that I'm, you know... you know excited to share with everyone yeah uh have you had a busy week i've had a really busy week i think that probably goes for everyone this time of year you just don't slow down there's something Mm -hmm. every afternoon and every night and uh but my week
0: got kicked off on a great start because i got to hang out with you yes we had a great time at the uh it was for the 10th anniversary celebration of the the Blues trail of the Blues trail and it was fun it was fun it was really we fun. we
1: I think had more than uh, about 300 people there yeah we served food we had drinks but the best part of the night was the music oh yes I would say two dozen different blues performers from around the state mm-hmm. came together we had uh, an incredible jam mm-hmm. um, backed by the Central Mississippi Blues Society Blue Monday jam we were hosted by Blue Monday and uh, I, I'm going to do this I'm going to tell a few of our artists that were with us uh, on Monday night I know I'm going to leave out 5,000 people (laughs) but you know we had Leo Bud Welch drive down from Bruce and join us Um, Mickey Rogers from Greenville Jesse Robinson House Cat Hendricks Eddie Cotton King Edward, Stevie J, Dorothy Moore, Vastai Jackson, one of our current Grammy nominees, was mm-hmm. there, performed. So this was just kind of a handful of the folks that you got to see for the $5 cover charge that goes back to the Central Mississippi Blues Society. So it was a great night, a great celebration, and Uh, really, really nice to look back over 10 years of the trail, how much it's grown, uh, how many people have been able to enjoy it over the years, and we just had a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, it felt like such a great atmosphere. Scott Beretta was there. uh, And Jim O'Neill, yeah, our other scholar. Uh, J.J. Timms performed. Uh, I got to hop on the drums for a second, and it was cool uh, because you can just really tell the, the quality of musicianship in Jackson when you have a band that has never heard the music of who whoever is about to get up and perform, and just be able to immediately pick it up. I mean, that is really a testament to uh, the professionalism of the musicians here in Jackson uh, and throughout the state, uh, because there were different musicians swapping in and out, and that's just always cool to see uh, fellow musicians supporting each other and rooting each other on and learning in the process uh, while while everybody is performing. But uh, Malcolm White was there. Uh, it was it was so great having him there. I was trying to get some gumbo, but the, the restaurant wasn't open. <laughs> (laughs) that's Uh. right
1: well and you know uh, it's a real I thought Monday night was also just a real testament to Jackson and why those of us who live here love it so much because Mm -hmm. it was such a cross-section of people Mm -hmm. I mean young and old black and white dressed to the nines dressed to the zeros you you really had a little bit of everything but everybody was having a good time and friendly and
0: spirited and uh, certainly a night I won't forget Uh, And I want to mention one more thing. My mom, I introduced her to Dorothy Moore and she just began crying. Wow! like a baby because she was just saying how she used to to listen to her music growing up. She played her music because my mom sings and plays piano and uh, when she saw Dorothy, she just melted, you know and I was like, but mom, she's all around all the time. I'm surprised they hadn't met (laughs) before. (laughs) Yeah, because uh, Miss Moore is always at the Alamo Theater. Uh, She has a a star of fame outside the theater, yet she will serve popcorn. She's on the (laughs) board. She's very, very accessible. So that was a great moment for me to be able to introduce my mom to one of her uh, childhood idols. So well, that was really, really fun. But just to have somebody like Dorothy Moore just hanging around, you know, uh, you know, just just not like it's not a big I'm deal. Right. And it is. <laughs> so that was good. That was good. Great. Well, I was really glad you were there. It was a great night and a good yeah. way to start the week. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, we're going to be joined right now by Jana Deer uh, in Canton. She's going to tell us about the City of Lights. Uh, good morning, Jana. Thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Thank you all for having me.
0: Hey, uh, so tell us a little bit about the City of Lights. I've been once before. I feel like I went last year, and it was just a great setup. But how long has this uh, celebration been going on in Canton?
2: It's been going on over 20 years, and it actually got started with a blow up snowman being placed on the courthouse lawn, and we have turned it into over 200 thousand lights on the tr- on the, the courthouse grounds and. This year, we've added a new 40-foot tree from the ground up, and, um, and then we, of course, every two years, we add new light displays, so a lot of new activities this year as well.
1: Well, that's great, Jana. Now, not, not only do you have the lights on the square, but there's so many activities for children and families. Um, tell a little bit about what people can do besides, uh, you know, view the beautiful lights, which is a, a joy in itself, but you've got a lot more activities planned
2: absolutely we have uh, of course we have our museums and we have redone the museum this year one depicts the history of canton and as you stroll through the museum you can view how main street looked in canton back in the early 1900s from old perlinski's building and to the Stabs department store and we've recreated those those stores and their windows and even used some of their original logos and so it kind of takes especially us young ones back through the history of time but then those you know, senior citizens who remember Canton and remember those types of stores, you know, on Main Street, any town that they lived in, um, just takes on a stroll through that. And then, of course, we also have a museum that's magical for the kids. And um, we have Santa's workshop where all his little elves are busy making and wrapping presents, uh, especially since we only have a few days left till Christmas. And then um, we have the North Pole with our penguins playing, they're having a big snowball fight this year. It's
1: so cute. And-
2: and then we have, um, of course, we have Santa here. He comes in every night at 5, and he takes a stroll through Candyland. This year, Santa's elves are busy baking cookies um, as you take a stroll through Santa's Candyland. And then you see Santa, and you get to take your picture and give him your list. So a lot of new stuff. We also added a new trolley this year, a brand-new historic trolley that's being pulled by a tractor that takes you around the square. And um, like I said, we've got new lights and a brand-new tree that we're really proud of.
0: Now, uh, Jana, talk about what it takes to keep a small town uh, engaged. I mean, I know there's already uh, a lot of chemistry there because everybody knows everybody. But, you know, for something like this, you have people coming from different countries to experience this uh, holiday experience in Canton. So how do you do that? How how do you guys come together as a small town and have such a big impact?
2: Well, you know, a lot of people that are from Canton that grew up in Canton, they remember Canton in the, in its heyday when, you know, there was businesses booming around the square. And then those of us that have moved here and fallen in love with the town, we want to keep that dream alive. And it is fun. You know, I tell the story that when I first moved here, I had a cat in my backyard that I needed help with to get down out of a tree. And before I knew it, I had somebody from the utility department, the fire department and the police department over there helping me, you know. And it's just a small-town atmosphere. You can still go in the stores, and they know you by name. And even if you're a visitor, you feel like they know you by name. And before you leave that store, I promise you, they're going to know your name, know where you live, and what you like to eat.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's, that's still service. A,
2: you can't know, that magical small-town atmosphere that um, our visitors, like you said, from all over the world come to experience because that is what Mississippi and America is made up of, is small towns. And um, we still have a thriving downtown that I think is what keeps us all going.
1: Right, that historic Canton Square really is is such a sight to see. It's so well preserved, as well as a lot of your homes in the community. Now, you guys um, kind of refer to Christmas in Canton as a Victorian Christmas. So, tell us what that what that's all about.
2: What that we started that because our buildings were built around the Victorian era, Queen the Victorian era in the early, I mean, the late 1880s. And so we really honed in on that. You know, you can really see lights just about anywhere, but you don't have the atmosphere of the Victorian architecture of the building. And, um, and so if you come in our lobby at the Canton Welcome Center, there's we a beautiful 14 foot tree that's decorated with beads and ribbons. And that's, if you study the Victorian era, that's what it was. It was a lot of ribbons, a lot of reds and greens, and, um, a lot of cedar was used. And so we kind of, Wanted to go back to our roots, so to speak, and really hone in on that Victorian because that's something that you can't see just anywhere. You don't see the architectural uh, structures like we have here. And that's even one of the reasons why years ago we outlined our buildings with C9 lights. So that you can truly see the architectural uh, structures of these buildings even at
1: nighttime. Very cool. And now when you come out for the lights, um, you know, you're bound to build up an appetite. And there's some great places to eat in Canton and, uh, and often great live music on the square.
2: We do. We started an event last year called our Third Thursday. And we'll kick it back off in March. And that's kind of our live concert series, so to speak. And so every... Third Thursday of the month, we'll have live music on the square, but even at Christmas time, um, we have carolers. Uh, we even had the mustard seed come play handbells for us this year, which was a special treat. And uh, each Saturday night, we have a different local church that comes out and carols on the square for us. And it's fun to see the locals get involved because, you know, they, they see how magical their town is, especially in those visitors' eyes. And so we get those groups involved that can help us with that magical moment.
0: Now Jenna, there is a place I ate uh at incanton. It's right when you enter uh when you when you exit the canton uh exit off the interstate and it's mm-hmm. connected to a gas station it's some amazing soul food. I cannot remember the name of it. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's probably Benita's maybe it is Benitas well it, it is, is well, she's delicious to the
2: square now
0: oh okay, oh, cool, excellent. Yes.
2: She's our newest restaurant on the square and as soon as you said the word soul food, I knew who you were talking about
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, it was it great. It is. He
2: has lunches and dinners, and it mm. is it's, it's true American soul food.
0: Yeah, um, and could you just talk a little bit about the the rich movie history in Canton? I think uh, maybe that that goes a little underrated. Some of the movies that have been uh, recorded there and and used Canton as a space for making some major films.
2: I'm glad you brought that up because I do think a lot of people overlook even the small movies that are made in Mississippi. And um, I know that's a hot topic right now. And the movie industry is an incredible industry to have in our state and in our town. And we have a small one here right now. And although they're small, they've been here for over two months. They're staying in our hotels. They're eating in our restaurants. They're, You know, stopping at our gas stations, very great economic impact for us. And um, you know, last year alone, we had nine movies filmed in Mississippi. I mean, excuse me, we had nine movies filmed in Canton.
3: Wow. I believe
2: there was sixteen or seventeen filmed in the state, Um, but we had nine filmed right here in Canton, and that is something to brag about. Um, And we definitely brag about that because. To be a small state and a small town, that number is um, huge to us. And we're very proud of it. And we welcome the film industry to our town anytime they walk through our doors.
1: Absolutely, and that, and that's a big part of it is is what our our people do on the ground locally to welcome in the the movie industry and um, really you know help provide everything they may need from crew to catering um, to access to people's homes and unique locations. So we want to thank you, Jana, and everyone in Canton and across the state that helps with that. And uh, and you've even got a, a Canton Movie Museum where people can go and explore you know the Time to Kill and the other movies that were filmed in Canton.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely We have the original sets um, So John Grisham if you're listening Sycamore Row would be a great film To make back here in <laughs> um, it, it We do It's the original sets from the movie A Time to Kill And Oh Brother Art Thou And then we create a museum with the artifacts you know, the, the mil, movie industry, they're so kind and they're so appreciative when you do open your doors to them. And um, because we, this town does, you, you walk up and down our streets. with If you have a camera, I can promise you somebody's going to come out your door and say, would you like to come in? Mm. Um, they know the industry and they love having them here. And so when the movie A Time to Kill and My Dog Skip both finished filming, they handed us, the keys to the building where they filmed and they handed us artifacts and it has been a huge tourism attraction for us um you may not would think 20 years later after the movie a time to kill that we still have tours but we do tours every week whether it's a group of two or three people or it's a group of 50 um and they love this what we call touch and feel hollywood and Mm. that's what you can do right here in canton
0: Excellent. Well, Janet, this has been a pleasure having you on this morning. Uh, We appreciate you being on. Could you uh, repeat one more time how long uh, people can visit the City of Lights in Canton?
2: Yes, we're open one more week. Um, Next Friday night, December 23rd is our final night, and we're open every night from 5 to 9. And all of our lights will be on, our rides will be going, and Santa will be here. And then um, we added new, also a character parade, So on this weekend and uh, the last three nights of the festival, next Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we'll have different princesses and superheroes um, walking the streets and taking pictures with the little ones. And then we do a parade with their characters at 630 and 8. And so we'd love for y'all to come out and see that new attraction as well.
0: All right. Well, Janet, thank you so much for being on today. We really appreciate it.
2: Absolutely. And if anybody uh, has any more information or any more questions, they can reach us on Facebook at Kenton Tourism or our website at KentonTourism.com.
0: All right. Sounds good. Thanks for the information. We appreciate it, Jenna. Thank y'all. All All right. I got to get back out there. I went last year. It was great. It's always wonderful. I think the Mississippi Symphony Orchestra was performing one time I went, and it was just amazing. I mean, you just feel like you're in a different place with all the lights and everything, so it feels really good. So if you're in the Canton area, check out the City of Lights.
1: Absolutely. And we're going to talk a lot about shopping coming up, and there's Mm -hmm. some great shopping on the Canton
0: Square. So, you know, more more for everyone to to take part in. Absolutely. And listeners, if you'd like to let us know where you do your local holiday shopping. If there are some little shops that uh, many people may not know about, you want to give us a call and tell us about it, you can. 877-MPB-RING is the number. When we get back, we'll find out about the Holiday Art Market happening at the Mary O'Keefe Museum or Cultural Center. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Think Radio on MPB.
4: Never
5: expect to see you again. Found- As you watch a presidential transition, NPR News will be here with the facts to help you make sense of new appointments, new policies, and all the day's news. Listen every day.
0: Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPV Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent here with Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi. And today we're making a few stops throughout the state and talking about some different things that you can do in a city near you. Just learned about the City of Lights in Canton, which is a really cool thing happening for about another week. So you still have some time to get there. And now we're going to get into some shopping. And we'd love to hear from you listeners if you have some local places that you uh, frequent for shopping, for the holidays, we'd love to hear from you uh, locally owned. We'd like to you know hear about those and you can tell us where they are, where folks need to go for some last minute shopping. I haven't even started Christmas shopping, so I really need to be paying attention that. <laughs> Me neither, Sherita. It is bad, <laughs> bad, bad. Yeah, I always wait to the last minute. I don't know why I do this because I have. Well, no, I'm, I don't have time, but I could make time. <laughs> it's like I get some kind of thrill. Out of, uh, out of doing the deadline. it at the last yeah. well I don't have a lot of gifts to buy just my nieces and nephews and
1: now of course baby Wheezy but mm-hmm. you know she's just a baby she doesn't re- really need a
0: lot of gifts <laughs> right I was talking to a parent recently about uh, spending a lot of money on toys for uh, well it was a dog uh, we, we were in the dog section right. at Big Lots or something and I said well, why don't you get this this fancy little dog bone and she's like well he can just bite a piece of cor- cardboard and he's just fine <laughs> so you know you know what's a lot of money on kids because you can get something expensive and then you know they'll find something like a string uh, or from a rug. The box is <laughs> yeah. probably more of an attraction than what's inside of it. Right right but for adults uh, who are doing some last minute shopping we love to hear where you go locally to do some shopping. 877-MPB-RING is the number that's 877-672-7464 or email org. Uh so now we're joined on the phones and Sam I'm going to take one on the left and the other on the right uh Robert Sweeting and uh Stacy is with us and we're going to talk about the Holiday Art Market at the Mary C O'Keefe Cultural Center. Good morning Robert and Stacy. Thanks so much for joining us today.
3: Good morning. Good Thank morning. you.
0: Uh, so before we get into the art market, could, could, could you guys tell us a little bit about this history of the uh, cultural center? And I know it had to be renovated. It had to be saved. Uh, it, it wasn't easy getting it where, to where it is today.
3: Right. The Mary C. O'Keefe was built in 1927, and it was a schoolhouse. And it was a school up until the early 90s, and then it became a disrepair. And the city, as well as a group of interested citizens, wanted to restore it. And it's been the Mary C. Cultural Center as it is for the past 13 or so years. But we have a culinary cafe. It's a Viking kitchen that seats about 30. We have a theater that seats 383. We do everything from Vienna Boys Choir to local recitals. We have a history museum, an art gallery. Our our current history museum exhibit is about Gulf Hill. The art gallery exhibit is called Shadows and Streams. There is a puppet exhibit by Michael Richardson, Peter Zeppelital, and also, also Mississippi Public Broadcasting has some puppets on display as well. Nice. And we have a recording studio, and we have um, classes for all ages and all art forms.
1: Well, and I've actually recorded um, some episodes for uh, the Arts Hour at your recording studio at the Mary C., and it's state-of-the-art. It's a great space, and um, it's really fun to be in the Mary C. because there's always something going on. It's bustling. I believe today you've got um, a class scheduled for the Culinary Cafe.
3: We do every Thursday and Friday. We have a Lunch and Learn series. It's from 1130 until 1230, and we have an in-house chef, chef, very high does a lot of these demonstrations. She has a demonstration followed by lunch, but we also bring in other local um, chefs and local cooks, and uh, we have just a great time in our cafe.
0: Yeah, I see. Uh, I missed a class on December 14th, Make the Perfect Gumbo Class. Uh, <laughs> I wish I had been present for that one. Uh, but you guys' calendar is really, really lit up with activity, so uh, that that's really good. Uh, but we want to focus today on the holiday art market. Uh, I think it's, uh, it's coming up tomorrow, uh, starting in the morning. Uh, tell us a little bit about some of the things that are going to be available at the market.
6: Uh, the art market starts at 10 o'clock in the morning, and we have... Uh potters, painters, and other artisans from across the Gulf Coast. Uh, I try, the Mary C. tries to focus on uh, the artists who not necessarily are able to get a spot in a gallery. Sometimes they're just part-time artists or they do it on the weekend because they're full-time. They have a full-time job. So we kind of want to give them a venue to display their wares and hopefully sell their work out on the front lawn of the Mary C., Uh, Right now, as it stands, we've got about 25 uh, vendors who will be outside uh, tomorrow. Rain or shine, hopefully we'll be shiny. (laughs) And uh, from there, we have other activities also for children. Uh, We have Kathy Burns who will be a guest storyteller, and she'll be doing arts and crafts activities for free for preschool to elementary kids. And at 1 o'clock, we have Santa Gator Puppet Show which is uh, sponsored by the Ocean Springs Library. That's also free for the kids.
1: What is and Santa that, Gator?
6: It's a, it's a uh, show about a gator at, at, from the Pascagoula River, and they use puppets. And oh. it's a little tale that they've come up with.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh That's nice. cute. Kind of like the Cajun Christmas, but more yeah. uh, more more regional.
6: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> also, at 2 o'clock, we've got Lynn Meadows, which is the elves and the shoemaker and with the MGCC and JC Singers caroling afterwards. Now that is a $10 fee for that show. So we've got a lot Martin of things going on, theater. including Shadows and Strings, which is the World of Puppets It's an exhibit that's in our gallery. The, we, we used to have the art market every month, and we decided to do it twice a year so that we can offer a lot of things going on during the market for, to bring people in. To see the, sh- the sh- exhibits and to also see what's for sale out on the lawn.
1: That's nice. great. So people can come out, do their shopping, but also right. spend some time inside the Mary, uh, the Mary Actually, Sea.
6: Actually, if you have a full day of activities, they could spend the whole day here and have a wonderful day.
0: Very nice. Uh, now talk a little bit more about how people can uh, schedule a tour. And uh, is it is it uh, something that would take all day uh, when you do the tour? Do you recommend people come back more than once?
3: It depends on the exhibit, but we have tours for school groups as well as for just individual citizens. A lot of times you can come just during the regular workday. That will be um, 10 o'clock until 6 o'clock on Tuesday through Friday and on Saturday from 12 until 4. Um, and we have a red star and a curator. They are both absolutely incredible. They give great tours. But to ensure that you get a guided tour, I would advise just to give us a call to make sure that one of them is in sight because a lot of times they're working on different projects and things. And for school groups, just give us a call and we'd be glad to line something up. We will be closed from Christmas Eve through January the 2nd through the holidays, but we'll be back after that.
1: And that's right. And, and as Sherita mentioned, uh, you can go to themaryc.org and find out a lot of great information about classes that are available, exhibits, tours, um, facility rentals. It's a great space for a special event.
3: Exactly. And we also have a gift shop with our local artists and um, some food items as well But our rentals. You can rent the theater. You can rent any of our spaces. We have some great spaces for about 30 people to about 50. I, I, but we also have the theater, like I said, that seats
0: 383. All right. Sounds good. Uh, well, do you guys have any uh, closing thoughts? You want to repeat the time of the uh, holiday art market?
6: Yes. The market is from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. tomorrow.
0: Sounds Great. good. All right. We appreciate you so much for joining us today, Robert and Stacy, uh, And uh, good luck you. to you. I hope the market is a, su- a success. Thank you. Thank you.
6: All. Thank you. I appreciate
0: it. All right. Uh, you can really, really go. Like, just on the coastal area and just, I mean, with the Harbor Lights and the, the holiday market, there is a lot to do on the coast right now. There's so <laughs> much going on
1: always. And the Mary Sea really is such, um, it's a heartbeat for the arts community there mm-hmm. and really appreciate the good work of uh, the staff and the team at the Mary Sea And I, I want to get back down.
0: Yeah, we should go together. All right. What are you doing New
1: Year's? Oh, nothing, actually.
0: (laughs) Nothing. I have no gigs. It was so funny. I had some gigs, and I I was like, oh, I'm going to wait until I take them, and now they don't need me. So I'm free on New Year's. Rita B., live at the Mary C. Oh, nice ring. Nice ring to it. Uh, When we get back, we're going to find out about the Ridgeland Retail Trail. And our lines are still open for you listeners if you want to let us know about some holiday shopping, last-minute shopping, some local places in your area you'd recommend to people. Give us a call at 877-MP ring let us know where you like to shop for the holidays at a specialty shop or something like that 8776727464 is the number or if you want to let us know about any events going on in your area this weekend we'd love to hear from you 877 MPB ring or email next stop at MPbonline.org we'll be back in just a moment.
5: you consider where the country should go next npr will be here with the facts to help you make sense of new appointments policy changes and all of the day's news so listen every day
0: Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent in studio with Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi. And today we've uh, taken a few stops throughout the state already. We're going to tell you about uh, different things happening in the city near you. Uh, If you're like uh, Mary Margaret and me, we have yet to begin Christmas shopping. (laughs) So we decided today that we were going to feature some places where you can do some local holiday shopping and we'd love to know from you listeners where do you do your own shopping in your town? Uh, If there are any local places that you frequent uh, give us a call at 877 MPB ring and let us know where do you go to do your last minute Christmas shopping and uh, additionally if you want to let us know about any events going on in your area this weekend whether they are holiday or non-holiday related any kind of Christmas Parade or uh, anything you'd like to Share call us at 877-672-7464 We like to keep our listeners involved And informed uh, so if they are Traveling through the state they'll know where to go And what to do 877-672-7464 Is the number Or email Next stop at mpbonline.org And uh, Mayor Margaret you had something? Yeah that's right Well I wanted
1: to mention that this isn't a, A great place for shopping but it is a great Place for fun and fellowship tomorrow December 17th I'm planning to Spend part of my day at the Cathead Christmas Jam. Oh, so okay. Cathead Distillery, uh, located here in downtown Jackson, um, is probably the most family-friendly uh, establishment. Uh, Uh, where you can have a cocktail um, Mm -hmm. in the city. I'll dare to say that. Um, So from 2 to 4 tomorrow, they're having photos with Santa. You can play games. There's going to be crafts. There's going to be cookies and hot chocolate for the kids. But later in the afternoon, um, I think starting up around 6 o'clock, live music, Kenny Brown, a great North Mississippi Hill Country blues artist will be there, Mm -hmm. uh, really getting everybody in the holiday spirit. So um, it's it's free. All ages are welcome. And uh, you can
0: donate a toy. For charity and get beer tokens. So, nice. can't beat that. Um, now, one thing I wanted to mention since you're talking about Cathead is. Uh, the cathead vodka is really good. I've had the honeysuckle flavor, sure, and I mixed it. Well, they let's see, I think it mixed it with ginger ale or maybe tonic water or something. But now that's what I get all the time, and I think it's really cool that pretty much wherever I go in the city, they have this vodka.
1: That's your signature
0: drink. Yeah, yeah. So well, I don't even know the name of it, but it, it's good. Have
1: you been to the distillery? I've not. I've not been yet. It's such an incredible space. I mean, mm-hmm. it's really just a great gathering place. They they have a wonderful, beautiful. Uh, you know, custom made bar there. But they also have um, like I mentioned, games. They've got cornholes. They have little tricycles for the kids to to scoot around. As you can imagine, it's just a huge open space and they're giving tours um several times a day on the weekends. They also have a lot of great merchandise for sale and the uh the staff, the the gentlemen and ladies over at Cathead are just um great to be around. They always make everyone feel welcome.
6: Asherita. I'm going to give you a little bit of a heads up here about this. Uh, there's a there's a cathead vodka called Cathead Pecan.
0: Cathead Pecan, and
6: you can put it in eggnog because I know that's your jam. Ooh, and it is good.
0: Oh yeah. So uh, <laughs> well, my, well, well, well. My, my
6: wife discovered this mixture a couple of years ago, so it uh-huh. is, you got to try it out for the holidays, man. It's great.
0: Well, speaking of eggnog, since we're on the subject, uh, yesterday I went to the Mississippi Museum of Art for uh, the Sip Sourced. Series and it is uh, facilitated by the executive chef Nick Wallace. And so uh, each month, I think it's the third weekend of each month, he does a specialty menu highlighting products from Mississippi uh, producers. So this month's menu features items found in the Mississippi wilderness. And when I tell you what I had was delicious, I kid you not, it was uh, venison sliders. Um, So I think that's some some part of the deer. <laughs> That's just deer meat. Yes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they had barbecue pecans on the slider mm. uh, and some kind of green relish looking stuff. And it was delicious. I mean, no doubt we were really greedy. And uh, the person I was with, she got Turkey and sweet potato cobbler. Um, but they have rabbit on the menu, deer, quail, duck, uh, some kind of duck tenders with the salad, smoked quail. I've had quail once, and it, I didn't like it. I guess they call it an acquired taste. But as I was reading the description yesterday, I kind of wanted to go It'll back. It'll appeal to you, sure. Yeah, but uh, it goes until Saturday at the uh, Pallet Cafe at the Mississippi Museum of Art. But my little venison sliders were delicious. And they had grilled cabbage, uh, cabbages mixed with black-eyed peas. And then, to top it all off, I had eggnog bread pudding. Wow. Can can I tell you how excited I was? Period. The end. Eggnog bread pudding. It was delicious. He had some kind of uh, sliced lemons on it. And, I mean, I even ate it later, rewarmed. You know, it was still good. It had whipped cream on the top. So uh, congratulations to Nick Wallace for, you know, um, uh, featuring some of our, our, our local farmers and and their other things that they produce. This is a wonderful, absolutely wonderful series.
1: Well, he is so creative. And, you know, that's really a good segue into our next guest because they're doing similar work um, at the Taylor Inn and. In Taylor. Taylor, Mississippi, using locally sourced products to create a really awesome menu at this unique bed and breakfast.
0: Yeah. So uh, we're going to be joined on the phone right now by Allison Borders of Taylor Inn. Good morning, Allison. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello. How are y'all? We are doing very well. Uh, so we're very uh, anxious too to hear uh, the story behind Taylor Inn. Could you tell us a little bit about it?
4: Sure. So um, uh, the, the way we came about, uh, the new owners and I came about the place were through the previous owners, Mark and Christine, uh, well, Mark Deloach and Christine Schultz, um, who had Taylor Arts out here. And um, and they, the new owners, Paige and Glenn Evans, bought it from them, and they kind of were the instruments behind getting us, putting us together. I had known, I this is the third time I've lived in Taylor. And the first time was back in 97, I guess. And um, uh, at that time, I met Mark and Christine out here. Um, And they were some big instruments behind the the arts movement out here. But um, they are the ones who kind of made me fall in love with Taylor. And I've been trying to get back out here ever since. And uh, so Mark called me, found me actually living in Jackson, (laughs) Hmm. and uh, found me and um, asked if, uh, if I would be interested in In coming and managing um, a bed and breakfast, if someone was to buy it and want to do that, and I said, "Well, yep, of course." Mm -hmm. Pack my bags, and I said, "I'm there. (laughs) I'm coming." And uh, so Paige and Glenn Evans um, bought it and uh, hired me to be the general manager of it. And um, and we started in June um, of this year, renovating what is the inn, what is now the inn. Um, It's uh, the old house on the property that was built in 1890. And um, it's been several different things. It was actually a boarding house. It's been a doctor's office. It's changed hands a lot. Um, and uh, Mark and Christine uh, formerly had it as a as Taylor Arts uh, Art Gallery. And um, we came in in June and did a major renovation of the of the place and turned it into a gorgeous bed and breakfast. And Paige, with her decorating and uh, design skills, kept a lot of the um, um, well kept kept all the original structure of the place but i uh, just did the you know the renovations that are needed to keep the place up and then her design is one of uh, the most unique i've ever seen so the the place is very uniquely decorated um and it, re- it has a very nostalgic feel to it when you walk in because she pulls things from her she would pull things from her grandmother from her mother from you know stuff that she's had for years and and uh that kind of thing so it gives a very nostalgic feel which and then so also on the property we have big truck theater and the chicken house so it's a it's a accumulation of a lot of different things
1: well, and so uh, Taylor, in you know, right there in Taylor, uh, you know, uh, the images on your website, which is are is really beautiful, um, are really enchanting. Um, but in addition to just kind of being this, you know, place where you can kind of lay your head and uh, get great um, customer service, you've also got a, a beautiful garden. Uh, the grounds, to me, are as much about the experience as as the the house itself.
4: Exactly. We- one of our hashtags, and I'm just now getting into the whole social media thing, but <laughs> one of our hashtags is "Experience Taylor Inn." And you're right; it's not just the inn; it's it's the whole place, and that's what a lot of our guests are starting to realize and starting to take advantage of. Um, uh, we have the Big Truck Theater, which uh, Mark and Christine had opened originally as a music venue. Um, they had they played music, and so they had a band; they were the house band, and um, it took off. And uh, it was the big truck was one of the first things that before we were even open, I started getting calls. Are y'all open the big truck theater? When's it going to open? You know, wanting to book shows, wanting to book weddings, wanting to book parties. Um, and uh, that's it. So it's, it's uh, proud to say it's back alive and going strong. And um, we are providing. Pretty much any type of party you want to throw, we can, we can handle it.
1: <laughs> so it's you'll use truck, the, right? the, the Big Truck Theater for special events. Will you also be hosting live music of your own there?
4: Um, yeah, we're going to try. That's what we're, we're planning on. Um, we um, just had um, just a local uh, couple, um, Luke and Amy Fisher, play there this past weekend for our open house. Um, but we have been looking at other, other, other venues, I guess, or other ways to uh, bring in live music. Right now, most of our bookings is uh, for parties, private parties, weddings and other things like that, um, rehearsal dinners and, and stuff. We've also been working with uh, Plain Air um, here in Taylor a uh, awful lot. And, and just to say a little bit about Taylor itself, uh, the town, it's been amazingly supportive of us, everyone, and all the businesses out here support each other. We've all been trying to figure out ways that we can market each other together. Um, you know, to get to get more people out here to our businesses. And um, so everybody, not just the businesses, but everybody, just the locals, have been extremely supportive. Um, but anyway, Plain Air, um, and, and uh, we have been um, collaborating with them on bringing out bring, – well, we get a lot of wedding overflow from them, of course. A lot of their um, wedding guests that ha- are wanting to stay out here, they only have a limited amount of um, space. And um, so they're calling us and, um, and booking the inn because they would rather stay out here and be close to where the wedding is and it's just a lot more intimate feel um, for them. Um, as, you know. And so uh, also, so Plain Air has also been talking about doing some, um, some corporate uh, business retreats and stuff like that that will be bringing people out here, and they'll be utilizing our space and their space as well. Um, so that's something that we've been looking forward to as well.
1: Well, and, and that's what you talk a lot about on your website is, you know, uh, retreat, relax, comfort, um, really a getaway from the hustle and bustle of everyday life. So, um, a rural retreat, um, very, uh, very low luxurious you know a a comfortable retreat mm -hmm. um but
4: but in country (laughs) right
1: right but rustic nonetheless so um for those who are interested in in staying you know how many rooms do you have do you have to rent the whole place to spend the night or can you rent one room
4: right yes of course um we we have done everything from of course it's just you know you can come out here and just have a weekend getaway. of course and um or you can have a party and, and invite your whole family and rent the whole place out, including the big truck. Um, we've had that uh, happen as well. So, um, but yes, oh, so definitely. Just to have a one night stay, would you know? We have people. Speaking of the the chicken house, it um, it's one, it's the place on the property that has been kind of a phenomenon to me. I mean, I love it, but it's a um, but people have really it, it's their getaway, and we have repeat customers that are already coming. Um, we've only been open for three months, and are already having repeat customers um, coming to the the inn as well as the chicken house. But um, we've got a, a couple from Oxford actually that have been coming out, um, and they just love it because it's a it's, it, they feel like they're getting away and um, and coming to their their own little spot in the country, you know, and getting their. Um, um, getting their getaway so a lot of locals have started using it as their um what do you, what do you call it a staycation
0: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> a little
4: getaway spot uh, because the chicken house has we've got um we've got a, uh, chickens and our chicken run kind of runs along the side of it and you can see all this on our pictures on our website um we've got an organic garden behind behind the chicken house and uh you can sit on the front porch of the chicken house on the swing in the evenings we let the chickens out and uh we call it watching chicken TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, sit out there and, and, and with your glass of wine, and, and watch the chickens uh, peck at the peck at their sweet feed. Um, so it's just uh you know you're not you're not very far from town. I say it's the best of both worlds. You can you can you can be in Oxford in 10 minutes if you want to be in the hustle and bustle, but you can come out here and you know and uh, feel like you're in the got the slow country living that's right and
1: and some of the packages you know come with a full gourmet breakfast with eggs from from the chickens that live near the chicken house as well as Mm -hmm. vegetables from your on-site garden so thank you so much allison uh this is the taylor inn in taylor mississippi tell folks where they can go online and on social media to learn more
4: okay you can go to our website is taylor-inn.com and that's all lowercase um, taylor-inn.com and we are on uh, Facebook and, and Instagram as Taylor Inn and the Big Truck Theater.
0: All right. Allison, thank you so much for joining us. And I'm telling you, folks, if you go to this website, you are going to want to make a reservation. The, the pictures are breathtaking. <laughs> so, Allison, thank you so much for being on today. We appreciate well, it.
4: Thank you all very much. Very
1: much. We appreciate
0: it. All right. Uh, we need to take a quick break. Mary Margaret, we have, like, so many trips to take. We really need to be saving up our coins.
1: I wonder <laughs> if we could start taking this show remotely, you know, live from the Taylor Inn, Sherita and Mary Margaret. Yeah.
0: Sam Organic was looking like, eggs. Yes. Uh, Eggnog egg bread pudding. Uh, we're going to take a really quick break, and when we get back, uh, we'll speak with Greg Hatcher about Santa's Christmas factory in Meridian. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Think Radio on MPB.
4: He began to dance the was alive
2: as he could be and the children say he
6: could laugh and play just the same as you and me
4: As you consider where the country should go next, NPR will be here with the facts to help you make sense of new appointments, policy changes and all of the day's news. Listen every day.
0: Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent in studio with Mary Margaret Miller. And today we've been talking about some different things you can do this weekend, holiday shopping, uh, bed and breakfast, all kinds of things. Uh, the opportunities are limitless in Mississippi, of course. Uh, Greg Hatcher is on the line with us from Meridian. He's going to tell us a little bit about Santa's Christmas Factory. Good morning, Greg. Thanks for joining us. Good
5: oh, Good morning.
0: Well, uh, we're really excited to hear about this factory. Uh, I see it is a family-friendly event for sure. So uh, can you just talk about some of the events that are going to be going on at the factory?
5: Sure, absolutely. Uh, we've transformed historic Soule-Steam theme Works, which was a historic factory in Meridian. Uh, it's a museum, but uh, during this time of year, we transform it into Santa's Christmas factory. We have lights and music and decorations you get to see the whole uh, setup uh, set uh, in a completely different way uh, in the evenings uh, here in Meridian. And uh, one of the features that we have that we absolutely love is we can have snow flurries.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. tell more about that. That was, seems like a big attraction is the is the lifelike snow inside of uh, the Soule Steamworks.
5: Absolutely, Mary Margaret. We've got um, uh, the snow play area that... the the snow looks and feels just like real snow. It actually is some uh, snow that we uh, got from over in Japan. Uh, They use it in the indoor ski training facilities. And a fellow here in the states that uh, imports it, and we were able to get some. And uh, it's just so much fun for the kids to get down and play and it. We don't have a lot of snow here in Mississippi. Right. So when we were putting this together, we wanted to have a, uh, several snow features. Of course, we have the uh, little machine that makes the snow flurries in steam alley. And, of course, that's a lot of fun, too.
1: Well, and I, I've been to uh, to your museum there um, in Meridian. It's really a, just a, such a cool space, exposed brick, and really um, you've done a wonderful job with it. But I know you've got more activities happening as part of Santa's factory. I, I believe a train ride maybe? Mm-hmm.
5: Yes, we've got a little uh, a miniature electric train. It's, it's just scaled up from like the train you'd have around your Christmas tree this time of year. And the kids can ride it. And it's just a lot of fun. Um, we have the little lights on the train that, you know, flicker on and off. And and it's just a really nice family-friendly event, as you said earlier. And we invite everybody to come and bring their cameras. It's just absolutely great time to take pictures of your kids and grandkids, nieces and nephews. Um, and they can take this, pictures
0: with Santa, right, maybe, and the elves? That's correct. Okay. Yeah, we,
5: have, we have Santa. Uh, he's there every night. And then also we have Santa's sister and her rain dog. Oh. Which is, <laughs> yes, yes. Santa's sister comes, and uh, she brings the rain dog. And, of course, it's so funny to watch the kids. They'll walk right past Santa and say, hey, Santa, but they go right to that rain dog.
0: Of course. Of course they do. Oh, a rain yeah. dog. Yeah, that sounds yes. so cute. Well, Greg, we, we appreciate you uh, uh, joining us today. Um, and if people have any more questions or comments, where can they go as far as a number or a website?
5: Uh, they can go to www.soule, S-O-U-L-E, live, L-I-V-E, steam, S-T-E-A-M, dot com. And you can uh, call our number at six zero one six nine three nine nine zero five, And uh, we're also on Facebook under Mississippi Industrial Heritage Museum.
0: All right, Greg, thank you so much, and I hope the event is a success. We appreciate you coming on today.
5: All right.
0: Thank you much. All right. Mary Margaret, that's going to wrap it up for us. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Great show. Uh, Sam Wells was our producer and board operator. I'm not sure who our call screener was, but thank you very much. Uh, Jason Klein, our boss, was uh, answering the phones for us. Uh, Mary Margaret, hey, this has been uh, a great show. A great year. Absolutely. It has been. All right. uh, Stay tuned, folks. Southern Remedy for Women is coming up next right here on MPB Think Radio.